What's up, copy chiefs? If you're listening to my voice right now, I bet you'd like to know how you can join Copy Chief. And if you go to the website right now, you'll see that there is a waiting list. But guess what? I've got something special for you for being a Copy Chief Radio listener. When you go to copychiefradio.com right now, you'll be able to skip the line and join us all inside Copy Chief. So head on over to Copy Chief Radio right now and you can skip the line and join us. This program is brought to you by thepodcastfactory.com. Welcome back, men, women, and children of all ages to another Copy Chief Radio. Here's the Copy Chief himself, Mr. Kevin Rogers. Hey, hey, what's up? Out there in Copy Chief land. Thanks, everybody, for being here. Jonathan, good to be back with you, my man. I missed you a great deal. I missed, I missed you, too. It's, <laughs> it feels like it's been seconds yeah. since we... Uh, <laughs> Uh, another great episode. Our friend April Dykeman is back uh, as we were kibitzing. It's my third time uh, interviewing April, uh, and I, I could do 100 more. She just is so good at so many things, super bright copywriter, uh, high-level direct response copywriter. Kevin, works I want to spill the beans on, on April here. I hear Uh-oh. that she gives glowing testimonials to anybody that will buy her tacos. So I just want to put that out there. Uh, I doubt that's true. Uh, in <laughs> fact, I, 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 here's what I know about April. You can lose uh, friendship with April by bringing her to the wrong taco place. That's <laughs> true. That's very true. So <laughs> when it comes to April and tacos, uh, I went up you. Um, <laughs> we should talk. So April, <laughs> forget the formal intro. April's an awesome copywriter. Uh, you can find her at a copysprout.com. And today we're going to talk about newsletters, the hidden power of newsletters. April is also one of the editors over at mixergy.com. Super successful, uh, interview, a format over there, uh, where Andrew Warner interviews a lot of businesses and startups and, uh, April writes the newsletter there. She also writes for a, a new health newsletter. So April, thanks for being here to talk about, um, newsletters and, you know, help us understand the hidden power of these things. Thanks for having me. I love coming on. And, uh, for the record, you know, what makes a bad taco? Okay, so in I live in Austin, Texas, and um, half my family is Hispanic. I'm married to a his, Hispanic guy, so we we have our preferences. And you'll find all along Lamar Boulevard these kind of hipster taco joints where they're trying to do something kind of creative and fun with their tacos. Like this one place that a friend took me to. My my husband and I are eating the tacos, and we're like, "What is wrong with this?" And we realize that it's Instead of like egg and fried potato, which is like a, just a basic breakfast taco, they've mashed their potatoes because I guess they're trying to be different somehow. And it was terrible. Oh, so, yeah. So I'm not a fan of, of trying to do these crazy, unique things. With, you, you know, just get the taco right. Just fry the potatoes. Yeah, um, yeah. Taco is yeah, not, a, not a novelty. It's an art. It's an art form. Yeah. 
Yeah, and most places don't do this, but when we're at home, we always um, either fry a taco, depending on what kind of taco, or you or a tortilla, or you toast the tortilla. Steamed tortillas don't work for us either. That's so yeah, it's uh, there are rules. There's also rules about which kind of tacos should be with flour tortillas versus which kinds of tacos should be with corn. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. Well, insightful. And uh, <laughs> part of what makes you such a great newsletter writer is you not only collect awesome facts, but you share them so eloquently. Um, awesome. And now I want tacos so bad. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to be in Austin, Kevin, right? <laughs> yeah, next week I'm going to taco crazy. Uh, I wish it was downtown in, or, or on Lamar, but uh, still, I'll be there uh, close enough to great tacos. Um all right, cool. So let's talk about newsletters. Um, you know, just give, if, if people don't understand, they may know like tr traditional, you know, that financial newsletters are, you know, behind billions of dollars in sales in that industry. Right. Um, but, you know, I think people think sometimes, oh, my God, there's so much information out there. Why would anybody want more information? Right. So let's start there. Yeah. So, um there are different reasons that you can write a newsletter. Like uh, with Mixergy that you mentioned earlier, Andrew does so many interviews that we we found out that a lot of people miss some of these interviews because he just puts out so much great content. And so that's one really great reason to do it is that it's a way to let um, your subscribers know about new stuff that you're doing that they might have missed. Because you know, a lot of us fall into that trap where like, I, I know I wrote a blog post, but you know, maybe half my subscribers didn't see it for whatever reason. Um, so it's a great reason to, or it's a, it's a great idea to email them just to let them know sort of like a roundup post. Um, mm -hmm. It's also a really great way to build a relationship with your subscribers and position yourself as an expert, which is what I'm doing now with the, the new health newsletter that I'm, I'm writing. Um, so yeah, so, there's a lot of reasons depending on what um, you know, what kind of company you have and or what kind of service you offer. Right. So it can be something you send out, uh, like I did on Copy Chief. We send out a, a sort of a weekly roundup of uh, top five posts of the week. Right. Right. Um, and, yeah. And so that that's great for engagement. Really brings people back to the site and go, oh, I missed that. Let me dive in. Uh, Jonathan, you have a, a print newsletter that you put out monthly. Tell us a little bit about why you do that and how it's worked out for you. Yeah, I do it for a couple reasons. Thank you for mentioning the podcast mogul on the air. But uh, one of them is to nurture my existing clients. Uh, another one is to woo people who I would like to have as clients. And the last reason is really to make some dough because it's a paid newsletter. And so it kind of works on all three fronts at once. Mm. And if you don't mind me asking, because like you said, it's not just about the money. Um, uh, compared to the other make money uh, generators in your business, how does it rate as far as uh, just on revenue it creates? It's very small because it's only like six or seven in right now. But... <laughs> If I compare it to people who write books and stuff like that and maybe don't make as many sales, it's actually growing each month. So it still takes me four hours no matter what, but the money keeps going up each month as I add subscribers. 
Very cool. Yeah. And, you know, you, you teach a lot of this stuff that people want to know from you. Uh, and you don't have a course or anything on, on podcasting, right? So this is a great way yet. Uh, I'm sure you could do very well with one. So this is a great way for you to sort of like uh, answer questions, uh, you know, get your thoughts concise around how you might teach. And it, it's like, you're, I bet if you looked over your newsletters, you've got a course sitting there. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. that's the thing is I, I learn best by teaching when I look at my Colby. So it's really crystallizing the things that I might be trying to formulate. And that newsletter helps me focus that. So April, in a, in, so in a, like with this health newsletter you mentioned, that's just a bonding tool, right? So, so what's the difference between say, uh, what Jonathan's doing, what Ben Settle does, what they do in the financial industry with newsletters compared to just putting it out to, to better bond with your, your readers? Well, with the health newsletter, it's the, the main goal is relationship building and it is positioning ourselves as an expert. Um, but we also do a soft sell in that. So there's, and, and that's with, um, like, you know, a whole spreadsheet full of affiliate offers and we're pitching one of those each week. So there is, there's still that component to it. Um, and even with Mixergy, you know, all we're doing is, is really a roundup of what interviews Andrew's put out that week, but we also have, um, courses and you have to be a Mixergy member to see those. So anytime there's a course, it's also kind of a soft sell for a Mixergy membership because you got to, you, you know, we have to explain you're going to have to get a membership to view this particular interview. Yeah, that's always powerful. I remember Ryan Lee does a great job of that uh, in his emails. You can almost think of a daily email as almost like a daily newsletter in a sense, right? Um, um, and uh, Ryan Lee does a great job of talking about if, you know, he'll, he'll have a theme, he'll have a message, and then in the PS he'll say, if you're a member of, uh, you know, freedom, then go check out the new post here. And if you're not a member, join now so you can read it. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, that's really powerful. So smart. Cool. All right. And so let's talk about, you know, how does it, so that's how a, a newsletter can lead to sales in two different ways. Um, and let's talk about, uh, you know, the resistance some people have around, a weekly sales pitch. They're going, all right, I get it. You're acting like you're providing me valuable information, but I know if I click that, that you're going to get part of the money from that. If I happen to buy this thing, right? So, uh, will people be annoyed by getting a weekly pitch like that? Um, I haven't found that, that people are annoyed when you take the soft sell approach. Um, and I think that's because in all of these, in each of these newsletters that I write, the main idea is to add a ton of value first. Um, so with Mixergy, you know, it's mostly free stuff that they're getting. And it's every now and then that we have something that's behind the paywall. Um, even with the affiliate offer for the health newsletter, all of the other links. So that one's kind of a roundup where we find um, like really interesting news or like how to type articles that all have to do with health. And then at the very end, there's the pitch. And so the idea is that we've hopefully provided like such interesting links and such like cool little tidbits and information that people don't mind seeing that pitch at the end. Um, and one of the things that we do with the health newsletter is that, um, you know, there's that product of the week. One of the earlier tips always relates to it. So like, you know, I might have a tip in there about why insomnia can be the reason that you're gaining weight. 
And then maybe later in the newsletter, the product that we're pitching is, you know, 30 days to better sleep. And it's this program that, you know, if, if, if they're suspecting that, you know, I'm not sleeping, I'm gaining weight, um, here's a solution. So it's not just like this hard kind of sell and we're not making it all about the sell. Right. It's more of a helpful, like, you know, if, if this, if this clicked with you, if this, you know, spoke to you, then we also have a solution that, you know, might help you out. Yeah. So, it's, it's kind of a convenience at that point, because by nature, you're going to want to know more or explore more. This what could be a solution for you. As, right. Like you're saying, it's not like you're sending a sales letter about one thing. It's just you're kind of helping them out with their natural curiosity. And they could either take you up on on your offer to go check this thing out or explore or Google it themselves. Right. It's it's a very, like you right. said, a soft, soft pitch. Yeah. And, and, you know, the idea is even with affiliate, you know, hopefully you're you're picking affiliate offers that you actually believe in and they're not, you know, snake oil salesmen. So, you know, when you're pitching something that can actually solve their problem and you really believe in that solution, then um, it becomes less about like, you know, I'm just just trying to make a sale off of somebody on your list. Yeah. Hey, producer Jonathan here. And I know I'm interrupting the program, but it is for a very good reason. If you are not already a member of Copy Chief, then you probably should be. And if you go to the website right now, you can get on the waiting list and maybe get a spot when we open, or you can do the smart thing. Right now, today, you can join Copy Chief by going to copychiefradio.com and you can skip the line. No waiting list. But I got to warn you, you'll only have... 30 minutes from the time you land on copychiefradio.com to join. And that's so we don't have any time wasters or scragglers. So make sure that you're absolutely ready. Then go to copychiefradio.com today and join. All right. What, what kind of people or companies or marketers uh, are not using newsletters that should probably consider it? Hmm. That's a good question. Um, I've I've done a lot of, you know, most of my writing is in the health and wellness space. And I find that people that I've written for who um, sell supplements and other programs, they're not doing a newsletter each week. Not, um, not like this. Actually, I feel like a lot of people don't do this and probably could. Um, but yeah, I do see that a lot. I, I wrote for a sleep, uh, sleep supplement why that's hard for me to say. Um, and which I, L's and P's in there. <laughs> right. Yeah. Which I thought would be such a great uh, product for a weekly newsletter, um, you know, that has to do with getting better sleep and new research around sleep. And um, but they don't they don't have that. And it could just be because, you know, they don't have the bandwidth for it yet. I'm not sure. But it can be pretty simple. I mean, it's, you know, what one of the tips um, that I'll give you when we're talking about trying to come up with with links that are really interesting to your audience is to sort of save the stuff that you click on each week. So if there's an email that relates to your product and the subject line is so good, you have to click on it. Or, you know, somebody posts something on Facebook and the headline is so great and so interesting, you have to click on it. Um, I save all of those things up. And so it really, it can be really fast. You know, if you just keep a running list of those things, it doesn't have to take that long. Um, so yeah, I, I'm not sure. Why people yeah. don't have one? Yeah, it's a good point. It, it may, I think there's resistance around 
linking out out of your universe too, right? You. That's true. Is it is that, is that counterintuitive? That do we uh, like? For instance, I don't w- w- with the Copy Chief newsletter. The point of it is to point out, get people back into the community so they can catch up on stuff they might have missed. But occasionally, I'll link out to something that I just thought was so good, I had to share it. Um, mm-hmm. Should I be doing more of that, or am I right to think that no, keep it on topic and and keep everybody in inside of the forum? You know, for your purposes, I would keep it inside. And that's what we do with Mixergy as well, because our goal is to get people to watch these interviews in case they've missed them. Um, With the health newsletter, the goal is just a little bit different. It's Right now, we're less worried about getting tons of sales from affiliates and more concerned with, are we providing the kind of content that people want to click on, where they're going to look forward to our emails where they're going to feel like we're an expert and we're telling them, you know, what's going on in the world of health. Um, So it really comes down to what is your purpose for writing this newsletter and what do you want to do? Um, I would say with any community, you want to try and get people, you know, into your community and engaged. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, good. Glad my instincts were right. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, all right. So let's let's give some tips now. If somebody's sitting there going, "Man, I really uh, should be, you know, having a, a newsletter." Um, let's first talk about like just deciding between weekly or monthly. Any difference there? Um, it depends. If you are already emailing them quite a bit, then maybe you could get away with a monthly. If you're not email, like if, if you're doing daily emails anyway, monthly could be fine. If you're not really emailing your list at all, except for when you're launching something, at least weekly. Because um, mm-hmm. again, the idea is that you're, you're trying to create this relationship and you don't want to just email them every time you have a launch. Because that starts to get icky. Right, for sure. <laughs> that's, a, that's the pro term. <laughs> Icky, yeah. Icky. <laughs> uh, Ickymarketers.com. Yeah. Um, what, what um, and so uh, I've also, you know, I know that being predictable, uh, so same time, same day of the week, you want to be very consistent, right? Because that, I think Jonathan is actually one of the people who pointed this out to me, that when you do that, uh, it, it shows a lot about your character. It shows that you're trustworthy and dependable. Right, Yeah. Yeah, I think a really good example of that is Tim Ferriss's Five Bullet Friday. That's what his are called, yes. um, where he does a roundup, and you you know that's coming every Friday. Yeah, that's a really good one, and uh, he he does link out to a lot of products in that. Well, actually, he doesn't in that one, does he? He, he links out to uh, his sponsors when he sends out uh, his emails about his podcast episodes. Um, which makes perfect sense because again, it's, it's kind of a convenient service, right? It's like this, because he talks about, uh, his sponsors in the show and you hear him talking about it, but you're never typically in a position to go click on something or like Google it right then. Right. Right. Uh, So the fact that he's consistently talking about the same companies and it's particularly helpful with, with Tim because he only allows sponsors on his show, whether it, if he's on the board or if it's a product he uses directly. And as you pointed out, April, that should kind of be everybody's mantra, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we're doing this right. We're only recommending stuff that we believe in and use ourselves. Um, Tim, so that's a really good one. And the other one I like a lot is a, a, a writer named Austin who lives in Austin. <laughs> Austin Cleon has a great uh, weekly 
a newsletter that, that he sends out on Friday uh, that I recommend people uh, discovering. I, I think it's Austin Cleon, K-L-E-O-N.com. And um, uh, why Friday? It seems like Friday's the day to send out newsletters. Is there, there a reason there? I don't know if there's a reason. I All I know, this is just my anecdotal evidence, back when I had a cube job, I remember I, I really didn't do much of anything on Friday mornings. So, so I would definitely be checking my personal email and like looking for something interesting to read because I don't know, I feel like by Friday, a lot of people are kind of checking yeah. out a little bit. Um, it's not quite the same now that I, you know, work for myself, but, um, I don't know, but Friday is a popular day. That's yeah. them out for a mixergy as well. Yeah. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense actually, because I'm thinking about it. it, it I send them out on Saturday because I'm thinking of every, the, mostly we're entrepreneurs and we are so busy during the week. And finally on Saturday, that's sort of when we catch up on stuff. Right. Um, yeah. But I think you're exactly right. On Friday, you know, most of the people listening to these uh, other shows or or reading these other newsletters probably are still in in a, in a day job, a more formal thing where Friday's just like f off day. Right, and I think that's. I mean, that's what it comes down to is your audience. You know, speaking of emailing entrepreneurs for Mixergy, we've emailed on a Saturday. Uh, with the subject line, working on a Saturday, question mark. And that got some of the best engagement out of that entire campaign because we had these guys, because they're all, you know, startup founders working on their businesses and they're all emailing back like, ah, you caught me. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. Yeah. Uh, This is, yeah, not the lifestyle I signed up for. (laughs) (laughs) Very cool. All right. Um, uh, Also, some other great tips you gave. Keep it short. Yeah, that's a good one. Short sentences and short tips, quick wins, right? Yeah. Yeah, the shorter, I, I think with these, the shorter, the better. Most people don't really want to read a novel. They want just those quick hits. And so like even with Mixergy, you know, we're linking to these interviews, but I always try to pull out that one little nugget, like that one insight and then tease the rest of the, the interview and the link. <clears throat> but, yeah. so, you know, that way, even if they don't have time to go, read, you know, listen to this entire interview, they're going to get something out of opening this newsletter every week. Absolutely. Great. April Dykeman, you're a woman of so many talents. Uh, I mean, you've come on and, and you've talked about, about pages. You've talked about how to use proof uh, in, in, in more effectively and now newsletters. Uh, always really impressed with your knowledge and how, how great a teacher you are. So thanks for being on again. I really appreciate it. Thanks for having me. April Dykeman at copysprout.com. And if you're reading good newsletters, there's a chance uh, April is behind some of that work. Uh, But you can definitely see her in action if you're on the uh, list at mixergy.com, where they do great work over there as well. All right, Jonathan, that's another hot one in the can. All right. Thank you, April. Thank you, Kevin. And thank you, most of all, Chiefs, for tuning in. We will climb back into your ear holes and drop some knowledge on your eardrum next time. Thanks for tuning in to another edition of Copy Chief Radio. If you like what you heard here and you want more, go to copychiefradio.com. This is the podcastfactory.com.